Oh baby, we are live. Did you see Army didn't pass the ball? Had like 530 yards and zero passing. <laughs> they threw it twice, but they didn't complete one. Oh, they didn't complete oh. a pass and they still put up 63 points? 54. 54? I guess 4. It was 54 to 6, I think. It was 513 yards rushing. Army can win without completing a pass. Guys, come on in. Press that oh, share and like button. Poor my boy. Were you looking good? Um, how's this up? We have a new setup room here. We kind of broke into this room. Uh, short story, if you sweet talk the janitors, they'll do anything for you. We said we had a podcast and they locked the door. She kindly opened it up and let us in here. Very kind. Thanks, thanks to her. Yes. This is the janitor lady. Thank you very much. Let me get on to Facebook here. Guys, check out our new apparel. We all got the shirts. Except... I got it over there. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so what he's got to switch it up. Yeah, we can't all be wearing the same thing. They're nice, nice though. Right They're nice, nice though. though. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Boise like Boise out over here all wearing the same team. If you guys want to purchase one, we're down to like, we have a couple women left too. It's 10 bucks a shirt. Guys, check it out. Um, also, um, let's go over some sponsors. The J, J Mobile Detailing right behind Avalanche Pizza on East State Street, guys. Get your car washed, waxed, rinsed, washed, shampooed, all, all that good stuff. We also got the pigs in here on Corn Street, guys. College football's happening. NFL's happening. This tomorrow. It's happening at Pigskin. And they have every game down there, guys. Go check it out. Great food, happy hour, drinks are always cold and fresh. Uh, we also want to give a shout out. It's not really a shout out, but our prayers and thoughts to everyone down in Houston. Patrick Doolin is from Houston. Uh, I've got a couple of friends also from Houston. Uh, times are hard right now. Yeah, but you know what? Houston can handle it. Houston can handle it. They're, they're, they're going to get through it. I'm more concerned about Florida. It's the, what's going on, man? Um, so my parents are down in St. Pete on the West Coast. We have family members down in Miami. Uh, the family members that were down in Miami have been there since Hurricane Andrews back in the early, I think it was 1990, actually. Um, yeah, they're going to be buckling down. Should be Category 5 when it hits. Tomorrow, I believe it is, or Friday. Uh, Friday, Friday. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I mean, you guys can see right now, most college football games down there, NFL games, have already been suspended or canceled altogether. Um, a lot of people are freaking out about that because now the Dolphins will have to play 16 games in a row. Well, you have to look at this. Like, it comes to a point where safety of a human life is worth more than. Oh, entertainment. It's, it's a game. It's Sports are a game. We it's love game. to cover these it, things. Yeah, it's, it's a game. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous in my opinion. I mean, you have to watch out for people. You don't want people sitting around when this thing's going to roll through. I mean, Miami's level with seawater. I mean, it's storm surge will take out everything there. So okay. if you're in Miami watching this or you got families down there, we are praying there with you guys. Uh, yeah, my parents are down there too and got family all over Florida. So. Thoughts and prayers out to you guys for this weekend. Uh, let's, let's jump right into the NFL. We have a new game this year. We've, we've been in a year. <laughs> a year? A year. Yeah, we're still here. We're let's still see here. We can go to. Uh, absolutely. So, Ethan, you want to explain the game and what we're doing for this? Here is what we are doing, boys. Oh, boy. We are going to pick NFL point spreads for the Browns, the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Steelers, every team in the, a in the AFC North. We're going to pick the primetime game, so that's Thursday night football, that's Sunday night football, that's your Monday night football. And we're going, to pick, we're going to have a lock of the week. The games that aren't your lock of the week are worth one point. If you get those wrong, you don't lose any points. If you miss your lock of the week, which is worth two points, you lose minus two points. You hit on your lock of the week, it is you gain two points. 
Whoever has the most points at the end of the season wins. Whoever has the least amount of points, I don't know what we're going to do, but they're going to have to do something crazy. See what can do for seatatthetea.com. I like a seatatthetea.com. We got new logos from Jordan Lindsay down at St. Pete. We're also looking out for him this weekend. Of course, one of my favorite human beings. He gives four new logos, so maybe one of you guys have to get that tattooed on Saturday. Love that guy. <laughs> anyway, I have some point spreads in front of me. Wait, so are we saying only our pick, or are we describing why we pick? Yeah, I mean, you can you can you can say you can talk a little bit about it if you wish. <laughs> We're gonna go to the left of me, loop around all the way back down to Max, and then I will make my pick uh, tomorrow night. It's the NFL opener. Yes, Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid and his mustache travel to New England, take on Bill Belichick and the Patriots. The Patriots are a nine-point favorite. We are picking the spreads. I remind you, not just straight up the spreads. Who do you guys got, Bobby? We'll start with you. If you guys are watching this, too, you guys can comment below on who you believe will win this game, point spread-wise, as well. Uh, New England, minus seven at home. Minus nine. Minus nine, excuse me, minus nine at home. I'm going New England. Uh, you can't pick against five-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady. The offense will be rolling. Kansas City has a his tendency the last couple of years to not get the offense rolling. Alex Smith is a, a quarterback that can get you a couple touchdowns a game, not more than five. I see Tom Brady racking up a lot of scores. He wants to play until he's 40, whatever. He's 40 right now. He's rolling right now. I got, I got the, the Patriots by, I don't want to say three touchdowns. Wow. Three touchdowns? Yeah. You don't even need that. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go with the Patriots also. I'd like them to be up by a... Uh, by a touchdown, and I've got Diskowski on my uh, on my fantasy team, so good field goal for me. Shape. Yeah, I got another personal interest in this one as well. I got a couple Patriots on the fantasy team. <laughs> I also got the Patriots defense, so I'm gonna need them to score some big points. I think the Chiefs are a good team, but they're not an upper echelon team. They're not a team that has cracked uh, that type of mold that the Patriots have formed over the last 10 to 15 years. So I don't like them in this game. I think uh, later on in the season. They start to generate a little bit more momentum like they always have. Uh, you might get a favorable matchup, but to start the year, that's not a team you want to have walk in. No. Uh, I was shocked when this line came out because I was like, Vegas. oh, Vegas really wants uh, people to bet on this game. Uh, because fact is, Chiefs are going to cover. Uh, they're going <laughs> to lose this game. Oh, yeah. Chiefs will lose this game, but I think that they can cover a nine-point spread. Um, I think they'll lose by six. Maybe they lose by a touchdown, but no way they get blown out in the first game of the season. Woo! Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think over there. I don't think they're going to get blown out, but I still do see New England covering the spread. Maybe that sneaky ninth point. Maybe they win by ten. Gostowski for Jackson's fantasy team. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots as well. Moving on, the next game of local rooting interest for some of us here. Yes. The Ravens go to Cincinnati to open the season. Minus three. The Bengals are a three-point favorite. Bobby, who do you have and why? Okay, so I'm looking at the score right now. The over-under is 42.5. I'd like to touch that more than anything. I think this game will be a high-scoring affair. Offenses on both sides are very good. Defense for the Bengals are going to be horrible this season. And the Ravens. And the Ravens. They've lost some major pieces the last couple of years. Three points at home for the Bengals. I, I am so optimistic about this team this year with the offensive weapons we have all across the board. We just got Joe Mixon, John Ross, who's quick. We'll see how much time he touches he can get from Andy Dalton. Can the offensive line step up for the Bengals? I have the Bengals winning one of the three. Hopefully. That's <laughs> all. Fingers crossed. I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. I'm going to go ahead and side with Bobby on this one. I've got him winning by more than three. I'd say a touchdown. This Ravens team is a team that needs to start rebuilding, but just hasn't started rebuilding mm -hmm. yet. This was yeah. playoff so, that big flag out. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go with the Bengals here also. Offensive firepower. Shane, talking about an elite quarterback. 
He's going out and saying, he's hurt. Oh, he said, yeah. No, no, no. quarterback Playoffs. I think Joe Flacco is going to surprise his naysayers. I think this week he goes and plays Cincinnati and comes away with a big W. I'm going to go with the Ravens taking this one uh, over over three points too. I'm going to say the Ravens maybe seven to ten point favorite. Dude, did I just hear Elite and Joe Flacco? I think you did. You said the same thing. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. For all my friends who are watching this back home, you know why I'm saying this. (laughs) (laughs) You're the only ones who know. (laughs) I said, playoffs wise, he's Elite. Ravens, he's a no, he's an Andy Dalton, that fact. Yeah, which Andy Dalton is not bad, though. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm not saying he's a bad I hope, I really hope the Bengals cover this. I'm choosing them. To be completely honest, I don't feel confident in choosing Max at all. At all. Um, but you know, the Bengals at home, please win your season opener by a touchdown. That'd yeah. be nice. I absolutely agree with you guys. I'm not confident about this pick at all, but I'm gonna have to go with Shane. I think Joe Flacco comes out week one, and I think he covers this spread. With it's gonna weapon? be a close game. With what weapon? He doesn't need weapons. He's a what do you got? He's got a couple receivers. receivers. I'm gonna get you guys. A I lead. hope it's a Bengals win okay. by one. I think. I think. He's right. I think the Bengals. I think the Bengals. Or two. Yeah, I think the safe one is covering this bed. That's my thing. Okay. Okay. A game I'm going to try my best to see. The Steelers at the Browns. The Steelers are obviously a huge favorite. Eight and a half points. Bobby, will the Steelers blow at the Browns? It's in Cleveland. So if it was in Pittsburgh, it would be minus 11 and a half. You get three points at home, folks. Can Kaiser come out and help out the Browns? Is he the answer? God, I hope so. No. Way Jose. I have Pittsburgh winning this game. Huge. They're gonna come out. Kaiser's gonna get hurt. The titties oh, are gonna fumble. No, I think three. And they have what's his face? McCown the, the helicopter. McCown, Kessler. Oh my god, this Kevin Hogan. A, a joke. You guys, just, you guys traded seventeen million dollars for Kaiser. Because you just released Brock Osweiler. Good luck. That's all you say. You're, you're, you're a joke. Absolutely not. <laughs> I agree with that. They got Paul David Kessler. So, they got the Moneyball guy, though. Congrats. You guys are done. Yeah, I don't know. I wish I went on 16 last year. I'm going to disagree with Bobby here because i got to stay loyal. I know it's uh, stupid, you know, ignorant, whatever. You think you're winning it? I'm, I'm going to... No. <laughs> 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 I'm okay. Yikes. No, but I think we lose by a touchdown or so. I mean, forward over regular season, that confidence. New I take the Browns to Yeah. I got them to cover. They're going to lose by only seven. Go Brownies. 4-0 uh, preseason. Everybody. That's great. 0-16 oh, and we're rolling matters. <laughs> Shane. You guys are acting like we're talking about a little fluff team that's going to walk into Cleveland and uh, try to play a little small ball with the Browns. I'm They're not having it. You guys are pretty Steelers are a team to be reckoned with. They are definitely a team to be reckoned with. I'm not just saying that because they're from my hometown. I'm saying that because it's the truth. They've got weapons up and down the board. Their defense is much improved. They're getting faster on both sides of the ball. Uh, frankly, they're not getting any younger on either side of the ball. So if the window to win is now, it's now. And I think they're, they're going to come out and capitalize. 41 to 3, at the very least. Wow, I thought that my, I thought what I was going to say was going to be, you know, a blowout. Um, not going to be that. Wow. Uh, this is going to be a close game at halftime, and then the Steelers are going to run away with it in the second half. I think they put up 35, 38 points, you know, maybe throw in a field goal before halftime or something like that. And I, I definitely have been covering it. Before you say anything, are you worried about Big Ben Methley being there? When he went in the offseason, he was questioning retirement. I'm not really worried about Big Ben's mindset coming into this. He gets season. hurt guy, too. You guys are in trouble because you have Josh Dowd behind him. This guy put his off-field issues and his uh, immature Jeff. issues behind him. He's become a consummate 
uh, leader for this football team, at least on the field. And honestly, you know, he's graduated into that Pittsburgh dad persona that we all love. Uh, there in the Steel City, these guys. guys. <laughs> Who loves that? These guys. I know. We're just waiting for him to grow his mustache. These guys look to this guy as a leader on and off the field, and I think that uh, if it is his last year, then they're going to give everything they have for the guy. Cool. As much as it is that is going to inevitably break my heart, as much as I do want to pick the Browns, I do not want to get this this tattoo. So I'm going to pick the Steelers to cover it. I'm going to watch this game. I'm going to be horrendously optimistic for the entire time. Hopefully Miles Garrett even gets on the field. He had an ankle injury today. The Browns uh, reporters think it's serious. It breaks my heart, but the Steelers got a few games. <laughs> the Steelers are going to cover this spread. For Apparently, sure. Bob is just now learning. <laughs> Moving on. No, he told me this earlier. Oh, I was like, this is ridiculous. Se Seattle goes to Green Bay. Green Bay is Ooh. a three-point favorite. Bob, you will start with you. This is probably my favorite game of the week. I yeah, mean, I think this is the best game on paper. Powerful teams in the NFC going at each other. We've got Russell Wilson, a top five quarterback, going to probably top two quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Bo trying to make a statement. I mean, I love to see this game in like October, November when it's starting to get cold. But damn, yeah. starting off the year battling like this. First game of the season at home, I got Green Bay by three plus. Jackson. All right, I'm going to go against you again. I like the Seahawks' chances here. Green Bay is good. Defense isn't quite there. Um, I would. I like this to be. I would be hesitant to give the Seahawks three points. I think it's going to be neck and neck the whole way through. Um, but I'm just going to go with the Seahawks here. Yeah, this could definitely be one of those last-second Rodgers, Hail Marys type games. Uh, just going in on paper, these teams are very closely uh, competitive. Uh, if they went either way, I wouldn't be surprised, but my money's going to go on the Seahawks early on here. I think the Packers are another one of those Kansas City type teams that start the year a little bit a little bit shy, and then they ease themselves into uh, the schedule and get a little hotter as the season goes on. Take note on this game, the over-under is 51. Wow. It's second, or tied for the highest this first week. I mean, there's some powerful offensive weapons on both sides of the wall. Green Bay is a three-point favorite, Max. Who do you have? Uh, I'm going to take Seattle, I think. Uh, but I, I, could, I think Green Bay actually might still win the game. Okay. Um, but I just I hate those uh, three-point lines in the NFL because yeah. it's such a tough – those automatically are toss-up games. So I'll take Seattle on the road to start here. Yeah, this is a really tough one to pick, but I'm going to have to go with discount double-check. I think he's going <laughs> to get it together this year. Maybe Super Bowl, we'll see. He wants it. Packers to cover it. Uh, moving on, I think this is the Sunday night game, if I'm uh, correct. The Giants traveled to Jerry's World, Dallas. Dallas is a four-point favorite, Bobby. Who do you have? They don't have Zeke. Huge, huge loss. Six games. That thing stood up, and I am disgusted. There was no evidence. It just He gave a bad run for the NFL. Again, the NFL makes himself look, look in my opinion, bad. Uh, I think they handled the situation completely wrong. He should not be suspended for six games. If anything, it's four or less. You're putting him up there with a Josh Brown and beating his wife. He did not touch his girlfriend at the time. Talking about Zeke, Zeke Elliott. Uh, this would be huge. Can Odell Beckham also stay healthy? Another question mark. I have them losing the game but covering the four-point spread. I have the Giants. Jackson? Um, I'm going to go with the Giants. I think that they're, they probably will win this game. Even uh, this is my favorite game of the season. Oh, I mean, of the of the first uh, first weeks. Yeah, I love this season. <laughs> no, well, I was going to say <laughs> sixteen weeks irrelevant. Yeah. Going into the season, I was way more excited for this because I knew it was uh, 
the first week here. I think, and we'll get to see that in the second half when they play again, but these are two teams that are going to be fighting for that division the entire year, um, and it's going to be really fun to see who wins that? Who wins that battle? I think just because of the uh, because of the suspension, and I don't know how great Dak Prescott's going to be during his, his second year with um, all of this hype around him. I'm going to go with the Giants at least to cover that spread and to probably beat the Cowboys. So Nashi was just told uh, Zeke will be playing this game. The playing game one. Playing game yeah. one, and then he's suspended six, yes. six. Yeah, that's such a horrible thing. It is. It's, it's confusing. confusing. What the hell? Yeah. I was gonna bring that up when it got done. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I still. Ooh. Come back. I might switch my pick then. <laughs> is that allowed? Or no. In the rules? I didn't know that. No, it's not allowed. It's locked. Well, do your homework, Bobby. Oh, Shane Mason. Shane Mason. It is a minus four point spread for Dallas at home. Who do you have? I like what Dak Prescott's getting your eyes. Prescott. Dak Prescott is getting himself into with the Cowboys this year. He doesn't have that shadow over his head with Tony Romo anymore. Uh, he might have Zeke yeah. for this game, but. Without Zeke Elliott, he's going to have to become more of a team leader, more of a carrier for that offense. So, uh, you know, you saw him step up to the plate last year, and he did a great job of that. And I was honestly one of uh, the few that picked him to kind of come into that role last year. I thought he was going to be a very good rookie, and he was. So, uh, you know, at this point, I don't have any reason to doubt him. I think he's going to walk into a good situation again this year with uh, Dallas and New York is just such a teeter-tottery team. They're never giving me enough to fully be confident in them. So I'm going to go with Dallas. That's a great adjective, by the way. Max, who do you have? Let me give you the storyline that would have happened last year if Romo, or, you know, if Romo's a quarterback against the Giants. Romo and Dez having a great game. They're blowing out the Giants. All of a sudden, Eli makes a random comeback. Tony's leading him down on drive to win the game. He ends up getting hurt. He gets somebody like Drew Bledsoe coming in or Johnny Kitna, and the Cowboys lose the football game. But instead, it's Dak, it's Zeke, and it's Dez, and the Cowboys win. I will have to agree with you, Max, with what I think. Dallas wins by a touchdown, covers that spread. First Monday night game, two Monday night games to open the season. The Saints... At the Vikings. I'm going to write it down. Okay. I'm talking right now, Bobby. The Saints at the Vikings. Minnesota is a three and a half point favorite. Bobby, who do you have? Ooh. Okay, so Saints have been a unique t- topic. I mean, teeter tottery, if you will. Mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson playing against his old team. Uh, I'm interested in this game. I like to see what happens with the offense in Minnesota. Uh, such a tough one. Uh, 48 points over under. I'm going to go Vikings at home. I don't think the defense versus the Saints is back yet. They're trying to step it up, but I still think Minnesota will win this game. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings at home also, uh, winning this game by a touchdown. So um, I just think the Saints, they're, again, their defense is so poor. Um, we don't, we've, there's so many questions around their offense. Will Adrian Peterson actually step up? I don't think he's even starting, but I think he'll get a lot of playing time nonetheless. Um, Drew Brees, we don't know with his age, you know, and everything. He doesn't have as many weapons as he once did. I'm going to go with uh, the Vikings. Jay? Uh, man, against better judgment, I think I'm going to go with the Saints here. Uh, this, is a, this is kind of a trap game for me. I really want to see that too. I think we got the Saints here. Um, he's making the Drew Brees. Yeah, very. Drew Brees is a perennial 5,000 yard passer. You know he's going to put up those numbers uh, on the offensive side of the ball. It really does come down to whether the Saints can limit the Vikings' chances on defense, and that's going to be a tall task for a New Orleans team that 
always finishes in the bottom tier in the NFL in uh, defensive efficiency, defensive uh, you know, yards allowed, things of that nature. So not a very good uh, premonition for New Orleans, but I think they do get that week one win. Uh, well, I, I'm feeling here that this is probably going to be Drew Brees' worst game of the season numbers-wise. I don't see him throwing a lot of picks or anything like that. But the Vikings are going to control possession. They're going to win this football game easily. Um, I just don't see any way that the Saints go up there and do what they'll do most weeks of the year, and that's score 30 points. Instead, I, I think they'll get held uh, pretty low in this one. It's going to be a low-scoring game. The Vikings might win at something odd, like 20 to 14. I think Drew, he's going to come out throwing, and he's going to surprise a lot of people. A lot of people <laughs> sitting at this off. table. It's not going to fall off. Who's going to? Ben's one of the – Tekken. He's going to throw it to Tekken. He's going to throw two touchdowns to Tekken for my fantasy team. Adrian Peterson is going to score for my fantasy team, too. Me Give too. me the Saints. Mark Ingram is going to run the ball more than Adrian. Anyway. I sure hope not. The Chargers at the Broncos in the second Monday night game. Broncos are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Bobby, who do you have? It's the LA Chargers now. Up that fact is in your decision. special, folks. Quarterback play... You can't trust a Northwestern quarterback. I'm sorry. They wanted him out so bad. They did not want Sidney to be the starter. True. And it just, he just stepped up, I guess. I mean, it was just, I don't yeah, know. And Paxton got pa- Paxton Lynch, he just couldn't get a, I don't know. It, it was frustrating. Obviously, they're, they're pissed off in the front office. They drafted this guy in the first round, expecting him to take over. Yes, sure, Sidney's a smart guy. Once it comes to game time, though, I will take... Old legend Bolo tie Philip Rivers all day over him. <laughs> I expect the uh, San Diego, or not San Diego, LA Charter, I keep saying it's gonna be annoying saying that, to uh, actually, I don't think they're gonna win this game. Win this game in Denver, starting off the year, first, first game of the year. I'm gonna go against that. Denver's at home, um, big game for them. I think that I think Denver wins this one. San Diego, you're relying on old weapons. They're another team that I think needs to rebuild and hasn't started yet. Um, and also, maybe if it was in LA, their first game ever there, you know, it's maybe thousand. there's another. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Twenty thousand screaming fans. Yeah, what the hell is with that? But okay. Well, I'm gonna go with the Broncos. There, they're gonna win that by at least a touchdown. Shane Dazen. Yeah, I was doing some cross-country traveling this summer, and I was going through Denver, and uh, I was listening to the chatter around the airport. This was right after they named Simeon the starter for the season, and uh, Vaughn Miller was quoted as saying uh, that he really liked the pick. He thought that Simeon was just a steady guy to have at the position. He said that nothing flustered him, nothing got in his way. When things uh, you know, were thrown at him, he handled him very well, and uh, I think the same sentiment was shared by a lot of people in that area too. They uh, are comfortable with Simeon starting the season. Uh, they don't really have a better option, so <laughs> let's be frank. I mean, they don't really have anything uh, better to throw out there. So uh, they're going to ride him and they're going to they're going to throw their confidence in him. And I think that uh, Denver comes out and wins this week one uh, game against the Chargers, and I think that they have a pretty good season. I'm assuming. Just saying, after this game, they play home against the Cowboys. That they could start out though too. For sure, they could. They could start out two and zero too. <laughs> I mean, it is possible. They could lose, they could tie both the games. Like the 0 and 2. Anything's possible. Yeah, Max, what do you think's going to happen? I'm angry at the Chargers <laughs> moved from uh, San Diego <laughs> to LA, so I don't even care about analysis. They're playing in a 20,000 seat stadium this year. It's not even a freaking NFL team. I hope they lose every game. Ooh. Denver's going to win. All right, fair enough. I'm, I'm pissed with you, though. I hate when teams move cities. It's not fair. 
It's like for the fan, the, the fan base in San Diego love the Chargers. This one, this one doesn't even make sense though. St. Louis to LA made sense. You got an owner building a beautiful stadium. LA, they won a football team. The Chargers, nobody wants the Chargers. San Diego wouldn't build a new stadium for them. LA said, uh, okay. I mean, nobody wants the Chargers. They go from no team to two teams in LA. But no one cares about college. Yeah, they go, they go from no team to one team to still one team, and the city won't care too much about the Chargers. No, no, won't. No, they really won't. Their biggest fan base is still going to be in San Diego. Yes, 100%. Last year, there was a storyline among the NFL. Ratings were dropping. A lot of it got blamed on these bad primetime games. I think we're going to have another bad primetime game right here. I like the Broncos to win. 10 to 6. I don't know what the over-under is, but <laughs> bet, the bet the under. Bet the under. Bet the house on the under. I think Denver's defense keeps winning this game. Give me the Broncos. The over-under is 43. That's low. Oh my goodness. 43 points. Folks. 10 to 6. Alright, my old wrestling coach, Mike Taggett, had a question for the Browns fans. How long until the Browns start their 28th quarterback since 1999? He says, once they start 1 and 6, a change will come. Hashtag bring back Kelly Holcomb. Well, I don't. I don't think it's gonna be That's something. That, one, Mike. I don't think it's gonna be ha- something that happens by choice. I think uh, you know whoever was made the joke about the Shanghai's are getting drilled, and his arm falling off or whatever. No, it's definitely gonna come. No, I think it's definitely gonna come injury. before. I think it's definitely gonna come before they have seven games. Yeah, I think you'll see Kessler back there. I think you'll see Hogan back there. We'll bring in some guy like Char- Charlie Whitehurst, throw him back there. <laughs> if yeah. Hugh Jackson sees any promise in this guy, he's not going to bench him until he gets hurt. No, absolutely. So, That's true. So, and I think Hugh Jackson and the Browns organization is searching so hard for this just franchise guy. I mean, they have been since they became a team again, you know. Um, but I don't think that Cody Kessler is their guy. He had his chance last year. Very mediocre. Um, Sean Kaiser, he's our guy until he's injured. I don't know. I think with the Browns, I think they got a guy named Deshaun. They took the wrong guy named Deshaun. They should have yeah. got Deshaun Watson. <laughs> That's right. Unbelievable. I was wanting them to do that for months. I was pulling out my hair as the draft happened. It's a yearly tradition for Browns fans. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, I mean, the Browns, it's, I'm, not even, I'm not even exaggerating. You know I love the Browns. Everyone sitting at this table knows I love the Browns. But it's just so sad. Yeah. I, there's really, I really can't wait. Like, Put a quantitative measurement. I put words to how sad and how bad this franchise it's, has been run. It's to the point where I I enjoy them losing so much because their ownership is so Same. so dumb. It's to switch it up though from ownership so dumb to so good. We have a question that just came in. Do you think the Patriots have a good chance at winning another Super Bowl this year and repeating like back to back like they did back in 04 and 05? Unbelievable favorites. It's yeah. like it's like asking, is Alabama going to win the national championship? No. If, if no, you, it's if more you, than that. If, yeah. you, if, you, if you want, if you want to bet money on anything, if you want to expect anything every year, it's that New England might win the Super Bowl, and it would take injuries. Yes. Uh, and most importantly, an injury to their incredible greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. An injury to their head coach. Uh, yeah, and maybe, <laughs> yeah, that's what it takes. So when I when I look at this though, if you look at the AFC. They've had such consistency in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You've had Big Ben, you've had Tom Brady, and then before that you had Peyton Manning. Every year those three were in it. Yeah. And it was the next three quarterbacks, who would step up, and if someone could be elite like Joe Flacco, they could get mm-hmm. far in the playoffs, which has happened. We've seen Joe Flacco win a Super Bowl ring. Yep. So it, there's definitely possible chances of, of another team slipping in there and who gets hot at the right time. But if you want to put money on it, you're going to bet the Steelers will be in the playoffs, and you're going to bet the Patriots will be in the playoffs. Yeah. And if you get the bye week, I mean, you're already halfway there. Yeah. I mean, they, again, the lock is almost there for the point they're going to be the AFC Championship game. Yeah. 
Binders. You know, there's this thing about that I watched not too long ago. I believe it was. It was. It really was. Wasn't it was going to be gorgeous. Nothing. It's fine. Just keep going now. I believe it was Bernie Quinn was talking about it. He was like, the reason the Browns can't get out of this losing mentality is because of the losing mentality in the front office, which carries filters down to the locker room to everyone in the organization. Everyone who's drafted there is like, all right, well, I'm going to lose, you know? Yeah. The opposite, and teams think that when they're facing them, you know? Yeah. That's the opposite with the Patriots. The Patriots have this aura about them, well-deserved aura, but it's it's that it's like being, even if a good team, a better on paper team is playing them, mm-hmm. they're still intimidated by them. Being drafted by the Patriots is like being born into a royal family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're right, though, 100%. You're good. Let's go down the line real quick and have our preseason. Since the animal starts, you're forgetting the lock. Are we going to do that? Oh, we got to do lock. We do have to do the lock. He had a great transition. It's fine. Too. It's fine. <laughs> well, you, you were talking about lock, and I'm like, speaking of lock, I was going to say speaking of locks, but it's over now. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really over it. It's okay. Yeah. Bobby. Who is your lock in week one? This is a two-pointer, so don't think too hard. This is a two-point conversion. This is a two-pointer. Don't get it, you lose a point. You lose two. You lose two points. You better hit it on your lock. It's the lock. Alright, can I bet like the Buccaneers game and the Miami Dolphins game won't be played? (laughs) (laughs) Can I bet? You cannot. Alright, so my my lock of the week going up and down. God, this is this is you're supposed to have this before. Again. Yeah, I, you guys asked me first. Don't touch my game. If you touch my game, I'm gonna be angry. All right, let's. Go. This, is, this is great podcast. This is horrible. Okay, you know what? My lock of the week. It's award winning. Is gonna be. Oh wow! Bobby, just spit it out, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what to do. Something again. Te- Texans. Texans. Uh, gosh, dang, dang it! That was mine. You, you guys all have them. Jeez. That's so only lock you can see Jacksonville's not gonna win. Texans is your lock, Bobby. Yes. Jackson Schrader is your lock, buddy. Jordan's is Highlands. Jordan's is Highlands. That's not me. How do you know Chaylin's? What's going on? Hey, we love you. We love you, Jordan. I've got the Bears Falcons game because I think that the Bears suck and the Falcons are good. Super Bowl hangover. Remember when the Bears? Remember when the Bears were in the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman? Rex Grossman, unbelievable. Jackson is going with the Falcons. Shane Days and who's your lock? I'm gonna go with that Jacksonville uh, Houston game, but in the opposite direction. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville winning. What? You're insane. You want a tattoo so bad? Guys, don't listen to him. Let me write down Jacksonville with three question marks. That's the same game. I'm taking Houston. I don't care. Charlie Whitehurst could be the quarterback of the Texans, and they win that game by a touchdown. Wait. Uh, oh, wait. Houston also is playing for something. The whole hometown. Oh, I yeah. forgot. They yeah. Jacksonville's about to get slammed, too. That's, uh, and they're, and their starting quarterback is Blake Bortles. That's five interceptions automatically. My lock of the week. Great minds think alike, Jackson Schrader. Give me the Falcons, minus seven on the road. No Super Bowl hangover to start. Super Bowl hangover, I'll be like, ha, ha, ha. Are we doing, yes. are, are we doing a Super Bowl pick? Yes, let's go down the line. Just do way too early pick here. I hope you guys don't pick New England, but... Bobby, let's, let's go with me. Let's eliminate New England. No, you can pick New England. You want to go say bet. Don't pick Jackson, because I'll kick you off the show. <laughs> I'm going to go with A-Rod up in Green Bay. I think he wants it really bad, and I think... They are a team to be messed with. Jackson? Oh, jeez. Oh, this is so tough. I really don't like any team to win besides the Patriots. 
But I'm just gonna go because I'm from Georgia. I'm gonna go with uh, the Falcons. Falcons, baby. Making it back. Julio hey, Jones is gonna help me out in fantasy. I love yeah. it. I love it. Shane Dazen, who's gonna win the Super Bowl? They really need to say it. Steelers. The bird. The Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers are gonna win the this year. Stairway to seven. Stairway to seven. Alright, Fetch. Fetch, we'll do it. Alright, this is my flyer. I got the Giants over the Patriots. Just like old times. Would not be the first time. No, Eli, Eli has, I think Eli has one more. Is he retired after this? Uh, That's one team who's not scared of the Patriots, actually. One team who's not yeah, scared of the Patriots. Maybe I care about anybody. He's I, like, I don't think he's fancy right Eli, <laughs> Eli throws 30 touchdowns this year, picks go down, and, and they do it. But does he retire? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I would if I was him. Yeah, I'm on top. Dude, you can do it. You can break TV course for your life with Peyton. Yeah. Maybe absolutely. It would be a lot of fun. Probably love, right? Yeah. I was thinking of this <laughs> segment in the shower today and it came to me. It came to me that the Raiders are going to win the AFC. Not the Super Bowl. Not the Super Bowl, okay? But the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl over the Raiders. Write it down right now. September 5th, 6th. What, you, what day is it? Packers over the Raiders in the Super Bowl. I'm a quarter birthday now. 23 and 1 4. Well, congratulations <laughs> on being 23.25. Pound it. It's almost like 28 3. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Alright, uh, we got all NFL down, right? Yep, NFL's over. Follow us on Twitter, see at the T, guys. We'll have all of our. Be updating the standings all weekend. All weekend. After tomorrow, we should have a. Uh, I'm gonna have close eyes. Four one lead over here on Max. Max will be in the favor to get a tattoo on. I'm gonna I'm gonna be keeping close eyes on that Jacksonville game. You'll, you'll, I'm probably gonna watch that Jacksonville game still watch the game. I'm saying after game one, you're also gonna do the Chiefs. Oh, well, I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need. I think this may be the first time. Probably the last time in this segment. Well, it is the first time. It's the first time we're doing this segment. Probably the last time in the segment. Someone picks the underdog for their lock. Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> wow. I bet he does it now. He does it again. He's gonna do it all year long. All year long. All year long. I hope you miss on everything and you get a, and you have minus two points at this this week. So guys, also again, the NFL starts tomorrow. Check it out. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. You gonna be updated on Instagram? Yep, I'll get it going. All right, perfect. Get, get the Instagram going back, guys. Our website. We have an article dropping on some college football. Non-power six college football. Not the college football you want to read about. The college football. You need to read about it. There you go. If you <laughs> better, I definitely check it out. We'll be dropping that tomorrow morning at seatatthetea.com. Did I hear you say Power 6? Power, yeah, I say Power 5. American! <laughs> I'm with you, though. Think about AC. So let's go back to last week in college football. Week 1 ended Monday night with a crazy finish with the Tennessee-Georgia Tech game. Uh, a lot of upsets early on. Yeah. A lot of teams showing out and a couple big injuries. What do you guys want to talk about first? We'll go down to Max, but we'll go way down here. Well, obviously, I love the American Athletic Conference, but what I will start with is our school, the Ohio Bobcats, dropping 59 points on Hampton. Good not hotel. a shock there, but what is really great is uh, Nathan Rourke has not played his way into the full-time job yet, according to Solich, uh, Bobcats head coach, but I think he's going to. This is a kid who has dominated at every level he's played at. He was the best Canadian high school quarterback in Canadian high school history. He was phenomenal when he played in, in American high school. He was great in JUCO, and now he's going to dominate uh, mid-American conference football. He's going to be a stud. Uh, my other thing, um, Navy looked really good against Florida Atlantic, which made me super happy because Lane Kiffin should lose every game. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you do not like that guy. I don't like Lane Kiffin very much, no. My dad and I don't, if he's watching this, you know. 
Lane Kiffin. That's our thing. We both dislike him. Um, <laughs> Father-son bonding. Yeah, the father-son bonding over our dislike towards Lane Kiffin. I'm sure he's a good person, and I would love to meet him in person. But man, is he difficult to watch give interviews and coach. Oh, yeah. uh, his dad's a great guy, though, Monty Kiffin. Uh, one last thing uh, for me on college football, Ohio State. I love that they actually faced adversity in week one and then ended up blowing out Indiana. That was great to see. One might parlay on that. I still think that they have a really good shot to win the national title this year. Bama's still my favorite, but I liked Ohio State facing adversity. And Oklahoma State is my dark horse. They've got a phenomenal quarterback. I appreciate the love, though. Absolutely. Shane, what was your biggest takeaway of week one? Biggest takeaway of week one? Hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not as, like, well-versed into college football. You were at the OU game. Obviously, the OU game was pretty special to watch. Uh, we are OU. They are UO. Yeah, I think <laughs> they just you love to see You love to see the Cats come out with a big week one victory. Uh, and from a local flair, obviously, I like uh, the Pennsylvania teams, Pitt and Penn State. Are the two teams I follow the closest, and uh, they'll be playing each other this week actually, which is going to be a great game. Was last year Pitt just squeaked that out, um, but Penn State obviously over Akron, not a shocker there, fifty-two to nothing. They came out and rolled. Uh, Pitt not as fortuitous, but they did get the win against Youngtown State. So uh, from that oh, angle, I kind of like what I saw from both of those hometown teams, and uh, it's going to lead to a very interesting matchup this week. How about you? I'll go ahead and talk about the dogs. So oh, ain't nobody soon. else going to. Um, <laughs> I got to talk about them. <laughs> them dogs. Um, I, obviously, big concern losing Jacob Eason in the fourth. Your boy. The fourth uh, pass attempt or something. Yeah, that was early. Yeah. Um, but I think it's kind of a blessing in disguise. That guy has a huge ego around him. Uh, from friends I have around campus at UGA, they talk about that. Um, and I don't know if that goes directly into the way he plays, but I'm sure it goes into the locker room and how, how much respect he has in the locker room at UGA. This new guy, Jake Fromm, looks pretty good. He's, he doesn't have that ego, which means that Georgia can play how they, how they should with uh, centered around uh, Sonny Michelle and Nick Chubb, you know, um, the two biggest assets of this offense. Um, so, yeah, they've got a big game coming up this next week. Um, Notre Dame, you know, I like I like them to beat Notre Dame. I'm not impressed with them. I don't know how they jumped so high in the polls after going like well, they, four and seven last well, year. They, they, you got to match it up this week. You got to get the get a sell of viewers. Two ranked. I, I guess that's what it's it how is. You do it. Yeah. That is what it is. Yeah. It's a business. And that's what's going to leave me. My next thing. I'm going to stop for you. Florida State is not the third best team in the nation. They just lost their quarterback. Their office line has been horrible the last two years. You got to protect the prize money in your team. And they have not done the last two years. He got smacked around. He should not have even been in that game at no, that point. Yeah, he was getting beat up. And you know what? His season's done. I mean, it blows my mind at this point. You're down 21-7 late in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Put the backups in. You're not going to score two touchdowns against a Bama defense that has been rocking you all game. That sucks. Uh, I really like Francois. Um, looks like a Cam Newton. Face. I don't know if you yeah. saw the Twitter picture. Yeah, where he's the same visor and everything. Same visor, he's got the same smile. Uh, team to be scary with. Again, the Big Ten, they are they are good. Wisconsin, they were tied at halftime, 10-10 on Friday. They scored 35 straight points to win that game. 
They blew out Utah State. Utah, Utah State will be tough against any any Division One Power Five conference. Yeah, they have yeah, that they the uh, Also disappointed USC. Take notes of that, folks. Everyone coming out this year. USC's a lot. They got Donald Sam Donald's gonna be the Heisman hopeful Heisman Trophy winner. That's fine. Beat a Mac school then, apparently. They were tied with Western Michigan. This isn't just any Mac school. I, yeah, I, I got an argument on that one. Listen. You got to come to me. You're gonna come <laughs> to me. I'm coming to you. If you run, won on. the Rose Bowl in your home home stadium, you're yeah. playing Western Michigan in your home stadium for game one, you have all the press around you, and you don't show up. What are you talking about? Come on, it's embarrassing. I think they showed up. I think that I think that beating Western Michigan by what they went fourteen points. Yeah, it was forty-nine. It didn't seem forty-five. I think a forty-five thirty-one win against Western Michigan to me, Western Michigan is about equal with Indiana. You got Ohio State beating Indiana the way they did. USC beating Western Michigan the way they did. I equate kind of those two. Western Michigan is returning eighteen starters from the best group of five team in the country. That's still a good team, and they might beat Michigan State this week. It's okay. interesting. This game, though, with last week with Ohio State, everyone was like, Ohio State's offense, the same thing with Kevin Wilson, the new office coordinator. They're playing Oklahoma this week. They had a 10-day layoff. I don't think they wanted to show their cards in the beginning. They realized the offense was not rolling. True. JT Barrett threw for over 300 yards. Please tell me the last time you guys remember JT Barrett throwing for over 250. Please. I don't. I mean, it about Ohio State. They just can't get going in the first quarter or first half. Again, I don't think we're trying to show our cards. I think we're going to hide that offense to Oklahoma and just have an airmail against them. Kevin Wilson is an offensive guru. He wanted to put up 80 points against Indiana. They put up a lot of points, which I'm happy with. Oklahoma better watch out in Columbus. Urban's pissed. JT Barrett's showing out. The receiver's got to get open, which he did. Some major drop passes. Watch out for Ohio State this week, playing against number five Oklahoma. Definitely. The craziest thing to happen in college football this week was Army and Fordham. You guys thinking Army and Fordham, who cares? Army won 54 to six, but Army, they tried to pass the ball twice. They oh. didn't complete a single pass. They never do. They ran for 500 plus yards, <laughs> 54 to six. 15 different guys touched the ball. Seven different guys scored for Army. <laughs> if you give me a helmet and you send me out on that field for Army, I would have scored. I don't know if it says more about Army or more about Fordham, who is worse. Um, another thing, you guys were talking about Western Michigan. I know they returned 18 of their starters, but they lost Zach Terrell, who was a very good quarterback. They lost their coach. Corey Davis. Corey Davis. They lost Corey Davis, obviously, went fifth overall in the draft. They lost their coach who built that program up from nothing. But I mean, like Max was saying, I would not be surprised at all. Did Minnesota Michigan? Yeah, they beat yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Oregon State. Yeah, it was tough. It was like twenty-one. It was seventeen to seven. Yeah, it was a bad game. Very um, nice one Thursday. But yes, to build on what Max was saying, I would not be surprised at all if Western Michigan went out there and beat Michigan well, State. What would you do if Michigan State blows them out by fifty? Would you they, say USA is USC's a bad team? Well, no, I I think that. I'm not saying that USC is good or bad. I think USC. I'm the type of person who's a wait and see guy. West Michigan, did West Michigan beat Michigan State last year? They did. Yes, that was the first game where you saw in, uh, in, in East Lansing. Oh no, no. They, 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 they didn't go. They, 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 was, they went to Kalamazoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are, uh, if you are, I almost said Tom Izzo. If you, <laughs> if you're uh, uh, Dan, uh, Mark D'Antonio, Mark D'Antonio, Izzo, Izzo, yeah. If you're Mark D'Antonio, you say to your AD, stop scheduling Western, please. Yes. No more. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, good for Western. Before we go to baseball, though, Max, what's going on with your state of Texas and football? 
You got the Texas Longhorns well, the Long- beat by Maryland. They're a top 25 well, team. I personally used to be a huge Longhorns fan because I loved Mac Brown and Vince Young was the best thing that happened in college football. He was for awesome. He was awesome. Uh, but now I don't like him because I'm an American conference guy and Tom Herman left from Houston to UT. Yep. Uh, but also, I'm a big fan of Charlie Strong, who now is South coach Florida. at Southern Florida. But that doesn't really matter. What matters there is this is a guy that got passed over for the head coach job at Florida on three different occasions. Now, a lot of people felt like Grace may have been involved. He was a phenomenal defensive coordinator there. He goes up to Louisville. He built a fantastic program in what at the time was a power conference uh, and then goes to Texas. And in my point of view, was in the middle of fixing the worst culture in college football. And what Saturday was an example of is Tom Herman still will have a long way to go, just as Strong had a long way to go. Um, I don't care if you put Nick Saban at the University of Texas. Um, Those are all athletes that any coach in the country would love to have, but there's a problem with the culture there that I just don't get. Texas could win 11 straight, and I would still tell you at the end of the season that there's still a problem with the culture at UT. Um, I hope it gets fixed. Um, I think that team might not make a bowl game again this year, though. That Um, would be nice. I I think there's a shot that that still happens. I'm agree with you, though, with Charlie Strong. Uh, obviously, Herman's got a soft spot in my heart for winning national championship a couple years. Yes, ago, I say and I still love Coach Herman, yeah. Tom Herman. He, I still love him. You got its a business at this point. Oh, That's what it is. You got to realize that now going to South Florida. I got my parents live down there. I've always liked South Florida. Uh, we should go to a game down there. Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah, that would be awesome. We cover it. They, them, <laughs> they, they look good. Though. They, they look good week one. They put up like forty-two points. Yeah, and they didn't look good in week two. But uh, teams with that high of expectations who do not play against competitive teams week in and week out are going to have weeks that they win and it looks ugly. Yep. And they looked ugly this week. They won 34-17 against 31-17 Stony, yep. against Stony Brook. Um, but honestly, literally, who cares? A win is a win. Yep. What's going to matter for them is Central Florida at the end of the season. UCF might be ranked when they play that game. They'll play a ranked conference championship game if they make it there. Um, and Houston might beat Arizona and uh, Texas Tech and be a ranked team again this year. So USF will have some big games. Yeah, I mean, they have UConn this They have Illinois game. coming up. Yeah, there's two big games in a row. I mean, obviously you're not, you're not expecting them to schedule the best of the best, but I mean, those are still... Their, their upcoming schedules are going to be more competitive. Yeah. This is, unfortunately for them, the best team they have with the weakest schedule they'll have for five years. Because yes. next year they have Georgia Tech... Um, and Maryland, yep. I believe. And then the next year, I don't know who their other non-conference game is are, but Texas is a non-conference. Does this what schedule awesome. does this schedule alone with no with a few speed bump games but not really any big landmark good team games, um, does this put them an undefeated South Florida team above a one loss power five team? So um, there's there's a lot of things for this team that would have to go right that didn't have to go right for Houston last year. So the Cougars last year, right, they had Oklahoma and they had Louisville. So they beat Oklahoma, they beat Louisville, they lost three conference games. And again, what I argue is a stronger conference than people realize, and that's an example of it, right? They lost three conference games, but still beat two very good teams. Um, If Houston goes undefeated, they would have marquee conference wins, and they would have wins over Oklahoma, who played in the Sugar Bowl last year. They won their big bowl game. Yeah, it was yeah. a major bowl game. 
um, and a win over Louisville and a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. They would have been in the playoff last year. Yeah. USF needs a couple things to go right. Um, they need a, a conference champion that everyone thinks should get in that's a Power Five, that people like Power Five teams, that is two, two losses. losses. Yep. And they need more ranked games on their schedule, which means they need their teams in their conference to play well, which is possible. Central Florida looked really, really good. Yes. And Navy, in my mind, is a team that, because of the triple option, year in and year out, has a chance for a marquee win against Notre it's Dame. Dangerous. They've been yeah. to seven straight bowl games. They play against Notre Dame every year. So Navy has a chance to win against a ranked opponent each season. So there's a slim chance that USF plays against three ranked opponents, two in the regular season and one in their conference championship game. If that happens, they could make the playoff, but they would need help. Yep. Houston last year would not have needed help. Yeah. Um, you look at a team, just real quick, finish up. A group of five team who does have a shot to make the playoff is your teams would be Memphis and Houston this year because their non-conference schedules are strong enough. Memphis plays against UCLA. Um, Big win this past week for them. Come yep. back the nation. Exactly. If Memphis beats UCLA, all of a sudden they get ranked sooner, um, and that yeah. helps them. Yeah. And then Houston plays Tech and Arizona who are both not very good teams, but they're stronger Power 5 teams than anyone on U.S. Oh, schedule. USF needs help, though. Well, guys, uh, college football, it's getting wild now. I mean, it's week two for most teams. Obviously, South Florida played early, early. Yeah. August 26th. Yeah, yeah. that was nuts. That was dumb. Uh, biggest game this week, Ohio State uh, at home against Oklahoma. You yeah. see an upset here. Ohio State's favored by seven points. Ooh, that's sad. But you got to realize, we what we did last year, in Norman, and they only lost their weapons. They didn't gain anybody. No. High seed is reloads, guys. You got to realize that we were in the final four last year. We weren't supposed to be there. We still made it. The final four. You still lost thirty-one and up. That happened. That's fine. <laughs> but no one else knows that JT Barrett's arm was hurt. And at least you lost to the team that won the national championship. Yeah. That is something. I'll take it. I'll take. I you know. What? I'm happy we're in the final four. You guys are watching us. They I don't deserve to be in the final four. I don't see an upset happening there. So and then the Auburn. I think it's gonna be close. But I think it's I, I think we blow them out at the end. Auburn and Clemson. Yeah, I'm, I'm, where did you live in Columbus? Where did you leave from? Team? What do you mean? Who is this on your shirt? Is that Brutus the Buckeye? He's sick. He's no, green. he does look He's sick. He does look sick tonight. green. He spent too much time in the pigskin. What about the Auburn uh, Clemson game? I think so. Ohio State's going to beat Oklahoma. I think that that game actually won't be that great, even. I think it's going to be a great game. But compare it to Auburn, Clemson, or even actually Notre Dame, Georgia. Notre Dame always plays fun games on national television, even when they lose. They'll probably lose, but it'll be a really exciting football game to watch. Ohio State, Oklahoma is either going to be a blowout, either direction. I I genuinely believe that. And when I say blowout, I mean a 10 or more point victory. Or it's going to be super close. Um, Whereas Notre Dame, Georgia, that's going to be a great game. And Auburn Clemson, that's going to be a great game from the get go. You think Auburn Clemson's going to be a great game? You don't, you don't think there's any chance of Clemson? Auburn's defense is, is too strong for that not to be a good game. There's four matches this week with teams both playing. I love the week two schedule. It's going to be fun always. this week. You've got USC home against Stanford, whatever you want. A lot of storylines. USC is minus six and a half. I'm telling you this right now. Stanford is going to come in there and beat them. Yeah. I'm telling you this right now. I'm not, I, would, I know you guys aren't we're high on Western Michigan. Well, you're USC. You were begging well, me in the Final Four last year. If Stanford beats USC, then good on them. I would be happy for, for Stanford.
And I'm going to say Jordan beats Notre Dame and puts Kelly on the hot seat because it's going to be where he should be. I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan of Kelly, but folks, there's some, there's some major coaches out there at some major programs. And the Bearcats travel to Ann Arbor. There you go. I'm referring, you know. Let's you know, go, Bearcats. Baby. Who's the new coach? Who's the new coach? Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle from the Ohio Let's go, Ficky. Let's do this thing. Please. All right. So let's go to the MLB before we wrap things up. Joey Bob is the MVP. I, think he should I was going to go down the line and say hot takes, and I'm going to, you know my hot take, but I'm going to explain why. <laughs> okay. Do you have a hot take right now on baseball? Go for it. You can go for no, it. I'm not going to last. I have one last. It's here. If the Angels get into the playoffs, yep. they are dangerous. I know they don't have a ton of pitching, but if you get Mike Trout in the playoffs, you get Pujols hitting like he's yeah. capable of throughout his career. Cole Calhoun's a, da- a, a dangerous player. They have some pieces there. If they get into the playoffs, and if they get one good start, if they get one, one seven innings out of whoever they throw out there, Mike Trout in the playoffs, dangerous. My hot take is that the Astros win the World Series. Uh, they, you know, what, how often in sports do we see the story? You know, city floods or a natural disaster or, or somebody dies, you know, whatever it is, and there's a redemption story. Houston's redemption story, it's going to be an incredible atmosphere. Uh, Justin Verlander, the addition late in the year is huge for the Astros. Um, gives them the extra pitching they need. I think the Astros win the World Series this year. I mean, if there's going to be a team to root for, for a reason, it's Houston. Yeah. It is absolutely, I mean, you have to understand what's going on there. Sports can bring community together, and they yeah. definitely do that. And I realize when they're going to the St. Pete, good, good job for St. Pete and Tampa, the Tampa Bay organization for allowing them to play the games there when Texas didn't want to take them in because they're – Ignorant. Of that, was, that was an unfortunate. That was very, very bad on their part. But I mean, for three hours every night in October to get your mind off, I don't have a house right now. Let's watch the Strohs. I mean, that's gonna be huge for them. Like yeah. the Saints after Katrina. Exactly. Just like the Yankees after 9/11. That was the. That was the, two of my most favorite sports moments. Aaron uh, Brooks are, are coming from that. Oh, that was so much fun. The blocked punt. The blocked, yeah. uh, you know, Still Sean, Sean Payton yeah. practically falling down. He's celebrating so hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. It's, what, it's, I mean, it's, again, what, it, what sports does to community? Yes, it's sports. Like, it means nothing in our lives unless you're betting on it. But what it can do for people just morale, just like, you know what? We won. It's okay. Like, life's okay right now. That's what that's what we're trying to do, right? Yeah. You guys having a stressful evening? We're trying to give you a break, yeah. right? Now. We're trying to make it laugh. What's your hot take? Pirates gonna make the playoffs? Uh, I gave up that night from a while ago, unfortunately. Uh, I guess it's not really so much of a hot take because it's been kind of coming around the corner for the last year or so, at least uh, in terms of the one guy that we're talking about. But I think the Arizona Diamondbacks are gonna make some noise in the NL West. Uh, and obviously, not they're gonna win, not gonna win a division. Uh, the Dodgers are light years ahead of everybody at this point, but I think that they do have a real chance to contend in the playoffs. I think that they can beat a Dodgers team in the playoffs, and specifically because of a guy named Robbie Ray. Yeah. This guy yeah. is a horse. Did you see his last start against LA? Yep. 13 Ks, seven innings. Uh, what was it? Was it one hit he gave up? I think it was only one hit. Dude got uh, smacked in the face earlier last month and was on the DL for yeah. supposed to be seven days. He was out for like more than four starts. This guy, this guy provided a lot of innings for them last year. Uh, at a quality rate, and he, he um, you know, missed a lot of bats, and he's doing the same again this year, even better numbers. You pair him with a guy like Granky, and you get some additions like Corbin to fill out that rotation, and some of the other pieces. Taiwan Walker. Yeah, yeah Taiwan Walker, who they acquired from Seattle. Uh, this is a more complete Diamondbacks team that we've seen in the last you know, 10 years, I'd say, last 10 years. 
Uh, I haven't seen the Diamondbacks in quite as good as this one. So for J.D. Martinez, J.D. Martinez, four home runs the other night. Jake Lamb doing his thing. Paul Goldschmidt, uh, you know, Joey Votto 2.0, if you will. Yeah. Uh, just a guy who's so consistent. I love that lineup. I love the pitching staff. I think they got a bullpen that can compete, and uh, they're going to be a factor this year. And for us young, for us young fans, it almost feels right when the Diamondbacks are playing well. Yeah. Because almost our whole lifetime, they've had competitive teams. Yeah. So I'm glad that they, they, they're, the they're. First of all, I remember is that being the yep. Yankees after 9/11. They need to go back to those uniforms. Though. That's those all. I wish they wear them occasionally. They need, those yeah. uniforms should the stay. Uniforms. Those uniforms should have stayed it's just like, forever. Yeah, that's, 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 the only, that's the only equipped with the Diamondbacks. Right it was now. Luis Gonzalez in that single up the middle, and they're just jumping up. I'm like that's just iconic. So here's what kind of took my hot take. I my hot take right now, the Dodgers pull the Columbus Blue Jackets. They got hot and were the hottest thing on this planet two months early. Yeah. They are not making out first round playoffs. And people back home are like, oh this team's crazy, they don't need to play good right now. Folks, the last three series with Arizona, like you said. Arizona's going to be in the wild card. They have a one-game matchup against either the Rockies, the Cardinals, or the Brewers. If the Miami Marlins can get hot, we'll see. I doubt it. That would be a fun story, too. It Maybe. Would be it would be fun. John Carlos is back. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. they're paying Grinky so much money for a one-game series. And yeah. this is what's coming down to. You're paying this money for a reason. Win this game, you get Robbie Ray on the hill game one against Kershaw. If not, you don't even have to pitch him because, you know what, it's going to be tough to beat Kershaw. Well, that's what I was going to say is Kershaw cannot pitch every game, folks. No, no. That is the Dodgers' problem. Yes. Right now, the Diamondbacks have won 12 in a row, folks. We are in September. We are less than a month away from the end of the season. They have a great pitching staff. They got a good bullpen. Closer-wise, yeah, sure, you Rodney. Rodney can be iffy sometimes, but ever since his, like, blow-ups in May, he's been a rock-solid closer. Yeah, he has been. The, they, they, uh, the last couple series – the Diamondbacks have swept them. Yeah. I mean, they won 12 in a row, folks. They're scared once six they get those, Six of those wins against the they don't, big games. they don't care. I mean, they, right now the Indians are hot, too. So, like, watch out for the hot teams that get hot at the right That's time. That's my hot take. That would be a fun one. ready for that? What, Diamondbacks? Hot Indians? take. All right, Cleveland fans are going to like this. Yep. I just love the way that the Indians have really fucking Thor. Yeah, he's hot. Let's put get it. Put it in the next season. Late, late, late in the season, you know, they really pulled away from Minnesota. That happened a, a few few weeks back, but they're off ten and a half games now. They've made big moves, uh, acquiring Jay Bruce from the Mets. Um, he's had a great year, actually. He's had a great year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been great. And so they're making those moves with the Terry Francona team. You know, anything's possible. Get some distraction away from all of this Cavs drama in Cleveland. <laughs> Let's get it done this year. Uh, Obviously, we all know what happened last year. We got Salazar back now from injury, so yeah, everything's man. falling into place. Though this is first game back, he'll, he'll he made it the first game. He's going to get people out. He throws ninety-eight miles an hour. Kluber has also returned to form at the top of that AL Cy Young conversation. Yeah, that's been a huge reason why they've been able to pull ahead. This guy has. How many have they won in a row? We found won 13. This is the most wins in a row this season is 13. Diamondbacks have won 12 in a row. 
I like shrinks, man. I love when teams are going out like this. I know they like they're looking. It might be coming a little early. I like shrinks, but you know what? If not, then you can clinch it and rest your players. You, it's September calls. You, your roster goes from twenty-five to forty. So you're bringing up all these guys. Let them play. Give your guys a rest. No, Francois, why is he in there? No need to hurt these guys yeah. right now. So you guys have a great pitching rotation right now. That all coming back healthy. Keep throwing Silas over out there because he's got to get his innings before. I mean, it's, and he's one of our top pitchers. I mean, I know he might not be playing like that now, but he's yes. top three. You know? yeah, you're right. Well, you have to find out if he can get back into form before the playoffs. That's really the yeah. question there. Because if he can't, then you've you've been successful enough without him. There's no reason to you know throw someone out there and be down four nothing after the second. Yeah, to tell Bauer to keep his drugs away until the end of October. Please. That's a good idea. That's what if you look at the Nationals. I mean. Did you see that smack talking to Trevor Bauer yes. the other day? Oh, that, that was, was great. Wait, did anyone, anyone see Bryce Harper's new hairdo? No. Yeah, he's the corner. It's like yours. Oh, oh, I did. It is awesome. Yes. <laughs> Bryce Harper, folks, is Those just a great I, I, I retweeted yesterday. I, <laughs> my God. I said, oh, my God. This guy is incredible. This guy's got, first off, great hair. Both <laughs> for days. He, every time he comes up, hat flies off. He flips it back, puts the, hair, the hat back on. He's got cornrows now. That's amazing in DC. Oh man, I love it. Bobby's jealous. Oh, uh, yeah, this guy, this guy, his girlfriend, his wife, whatever, is he married? I don't know. Irrelevant. Ohio State uh, grad, she played with the soccer team. You said go Bucks. That's why I love Bryce Harper. Also, my fantasy team. All right, that's all we got now. There it is. Check it out. Look how awesome that is. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's thick. <laughs> it's thick, folks. Here, look, love, Maxie. Then before we get out of here. Absolutely gorgeous. Ugh. That's what we're ending the night with. Let price. me do one shameless plug before we get out of here. Shane Mason and I, we will be doing Ohio Sports Zone tomorrow. Yeah. YouTube.com slash OH Sports Zone covering Ohio University sports. Why don't you guys Mid American go Conference go. sports. Yeah, you guys should come on. Absolutely. The more the band. We're going to be breaking down Purdue. We're going to be talking volleyball, soccer, field hockey, or as Shane calls it, Focky. We're going to be talking about it all. Ohio Sports Zone, youtube.com slash OH Sports Zone. Follow me on Twitter. Another shameless plug. Ethan Graham, <laughs> OSC, at Max McDoomlin. Follow us all. Yeah, follow us all, guys. All right. Go follow me. Everyone, have That's a great night. And everyone out there, be safe. Craig Tacos. Absolutely unbelievable. I can't wait for you to get some tattoo.